Thank you, Sammy and Susan. As we begin our service this morning, uh, we have a wonderful, wonderful um, time this morning as our worship ministry, our music ministry, our choir, orchestra, praise team is going to be leading us this morning in some wonderful Christmas music as we come and celebrate together the birth of Jesus Christ. And uh, we're excited about what we're going to experience this morning. If you're a guest with us, thank you for joining us this morning. Uh, it is a little bit different because there won't be any preaching or anything like that, but we're excited that you're here and we welcome you to First Baptist Belton. And uh, it's going to be a wonderful morning as we um, listen and remember and reflect upon the birth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, we will have some announcements at the end of the service and some things to, uh, for you to be aware of. And, uh, but we're excited that you're here this morning. Uh, let me pray for us and then we'll continue with our service. Dear Jesus, we thank you for this morning of time to just come to celebrate, to remember, to reflect upon the birth of you, Jesus. We thank you for coming, being born in a manger, uh, leaving your, your, leaving heaven, coming to earth, living amongst us, that you can sympathize with our weaknesses. And ultimately, Jesus, giving yourself on the cross for our sins. We celebrate you today, everything that is sung, everything, every instrument that is played, every word that is declared in this service, in our 11 o'clock service and during Sunday school is all for the name of Jesus Christ. And we thank you so much for this opportunity to just gather together as your people to celebrate together. And it's in your wonderful name we pray. Amen.
also known as the shepherd candle. It is with great joy that the angels announced to the shepherds that Jesus came for humble, unimportant people like them and us. This candle also represents the joy that we have because of the salvation given to us through the birth of the Christ child. I want to ask if you would join me in a responsive reading now. Joy to the world. Well, it's not up there yet. Joy to the world, it is up there now. Joy to the world, the Lord has come. He has come, he is here, and we have loved his appearing. O God of infinite happiness, creation declares your glory. The hills and mountains raise their voices, and the trees of the field clap their hands as the earth rejoices. Blessed God, sovereign King, we praise you. We pray. You do not make us choose between loving you and. We praise you, for you have not hidden yourself, though you dwell in unapproachable light. You are ever active, yet always at rest. You grieve no wrong, but suffer no loss. Your works are varied, but your purpose is this that you would be glorified in all of creation. From him, through him, and to him are all things. To him be the glory forever. O God, you do not make us choose between loving you and being eternally happy, like the heralds in heavenly courts and shepherds in the lowly fields. We announce your glory, unsurpassed glory, for this is what we were created to do. For your glory is our joy, and our joy is your glory. You are glorified in us, and we are satisfied You are the wellspring of inexhaustible joy, though you see and feel all sorrow, and in our stretches of sorrow this season, fill our hearts with steady streams of satisfaction which suffering cannot destroy or diminish. Though we have seen him, we love him. Though we do not now see him, we believe in him and rejoice with joy, inexpressible and filled with glory. Rid us of fruitless joys we once feared to lose. Move our hearts, focus our minds, let our souls taste satisfaction like the tongue tastes food. O Lord, our joy, our light, our wealth, and our salvation. Amen. Isaiah. 35, 5 through 10. And when he comes, he will open the eyes of the blind and unplug the ears of the deaf. The lame will leap like a deer, and those who cannot speak will sing for joy. Springs will gush forth in the wilderness, and streams will water the wasteland. 
The parched ground will become a pool and springs of water will satisfy the thirsty land. Marsh grass, reeds, and rushes will flourish where desert jackals once lived. And a great road will go through the once deserted land and it will be named the Highway of Holiness. Evil-minded people will never travel on it. It will only be for those who walk in God's ways. Fools will never walk there. Lions will not lurk on its course, nor any other ferocious beast. There will be no other dangers. Only the redeemed will walk on it. Those who have been ransomed by the Lord will return. They will enter Jerusalem with singing, crowned with everlasting joy. Sorrow and mourning will disappear, and they will be filled with joy and gladness. These are the words of the Lord. Thank you, Rhonda. Let's pray together. Father God, in this third week of Advent, we thank you for reminding us of the joy we have in the coming of the Christ child. We ask you to open our hearts as we praise you with word and song. And as we prepare to celebrate the birth of Jesus, may the hope and joy of this season fill our hearts and make us living signs of your love to a world that hungers to find joy. In your most precious name we pray. Amen. It's dark. The world lies in sin and error pining. The shadows are conspiring. But a light is coming. The Lord has been quiet for four centuries. The prophets are gone. There are no signs to see. It's silent. But let me tell you something. A voice is coming. The patriarchs are long dead. The judges were traded for a bunch of crowned heads. This monarchy, though consistently failed and misled, no system is working. But there's a new king coming. Man's dead in religion. Legalism reigns. Ceremonial acts which are just simply profane. The law is not working. But a new covenant is coming. The people are defiling. The rituals God is despising. Even the priests are compromising. And the sin offerings, they're worthless sacrificing. Oh, but get ready because a lamb is coming. The temple is a den of thieves. A brood of vipers are the Pharisees. Same too for the Sadducees. They don't even know there's a new high priest coming. The nations are suffering. 
evil is chuckling and the faithful are left wondering, does God even care? Oh, let me tell you something. Emmanuel is coming. God's people desire a glorious king. The world is yearning for eternity. A perfect sacrifice each soul desperately needs. It's a silent night, but hope is in sight. A most precious gift God is bestowing. The Bethlehem star begins glowing. Let the good news start growing. A baby is coming. Therefore, the Lord himself will give you a sign. See, the virgin will conceive, have a son, and name him Emmanuel. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will be on his shoulders. And he will be named Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince of Peace. The dominion will be vast and its prosperity will never end. He will reign on the throne of David and over his kingdom to establish and sustain it with justice and righteousness from now on and forever. The zeal of the Lord of armies will accomplish this.
And the angel came to Mary and said, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. Do not be afraid, for you have found favor with God. Now listen, you will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and his kingdom will have no end. And an angel of the Lord also appeared to Joseph in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, because what has been conceived in her is of the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to name him Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. Now all this took place to fulfill what was spoken by the Lord through the prophet. See, the virgin will become pregnant and give birth to a son, and they will name him Emmanuel, which is translated, God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the Lord's angel had commanded him to do.
In those days, a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that the whole empire should be registered. This first registration took place while Quirinius was governing Syria. So everyone went to be registered, each to his own town. Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and family line of David, to be registered along with Mary, who was engaged to him and was pregnant. While they were there, the time came for her to give birth. Then she gave birth to her firstborn son, and she wrapped him tightly in cloth and laid him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. And in the same region, shepherds were staying out in the fields and keeping watch at night over their flock. And an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for look, I proclaim to you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. For today in the city of David, a Savior was born for you, who is the Messiah, the Lord. And this will be the sign for you. You will find a baby wrapped tightly in cloth and lying in a manger. Suddenly there was a multitude of heavenly hosts with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and peace on earth to people he favors. When the angel had left them and returned to heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go straight to Bethlehem and see what has happened, which the Lord had made known to us. They hurried off and found both Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. After seeing them, they reported the message they were told about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds had said to them. But Mary was treasuring up all these things in her heart and meditating on them. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had seen and heard, which were just as they had been told.
Have you looked around lately? The brokenness, the division, the hate. After a while, it begins to take a toll. We begin to view people differently. Servanthood gives way to skepticism. Faith transforms into fear. Love begins to languish under the weight of uncertainty. It's easy to become who we were never meant to be. Cynical, angry, lost. In moments like this, we're reminded of the lasting meaning of Christmas. A savior given to bear the weight of our sin, to mend our brokenness, to make whole our divisions. The love of God on full display, bringing light to the darkness, giving hope to the hopeless. This Christmas, in the midst of these difficult times, may we all remember just how desperately we still need a Savior. Let's stand together as we sing several wonderful carols this morning.
the word became flesh and dwelt among us. We observed his glory, the glory as the one and only son from the father, full of grace and truth. John testified concerning him and exclaimed, This was the one of whom I said, the one coming after me ranks ahead of me because he existed before me. Indeed, we have all received grace upon grace from his fullness, for the law was given through Moses, but grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. We have sung us some great news. Amen. Amen. Let's sing together now. We're going to go tell it on the mountain. Tell this great news. Let's stand as we sing.
Now that is the most I've seen some of y'all move in a long time. Y'all may be seated. Y'all may be seated. We have wonderful news to go and share, don't we? News about our Savior, Jesus Christ, came and born, lived a life, perfect life, died on a cross for your sins and mine. Three days later, rose from the grave. We may have life in the name of Jesus Christ. Maybe you've been sitting there this morning and hearing these songs that have been sung about our birth, the birth of our Lord and Savior, who Jesus is, what he came to do, and you've never responded to the gospel, the good news of Jesus Christ, that, that he loves you, that he died on the cross for you and can give you life and forgiveness of your sin, and you can have everlasting life with him. The scripture says, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have everlasting life. I want to encourage you this morning after the choir sings their final song, I'll be here at the front and we have other pastors available to um, answer any questions you may have, to talk to you more about that good news of the gospel, uh, to pray with you, to encourage you. And so, and so we encourage you to just come and, and, and share that with us and we'll be glad to share more with you about Jesus Christ. If you have responded to the gospel, I encourage you Let's be faithful stewards of the good news and go and tell it on the mountain all over the world as, and, and proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. Um, before we, the choir closes our, uh, with a final song, I want to uh, do a few things. I have some new members to recognize. Uh, to you, we had a new member class last Sunday. Had a wonderful, wonderful class. We're going to introduce you to a wonderful couple that's been coming for uh, about a month. And most of you have gotten to know them, and I want to introduce you to them. And then we have some more families in the second service that we'll introduce. Uh, but I'm going to ask Butch and Judy to please come forward. This is Butch and Judy Smith. They've been coming um, for quite some time, and a wonderful, wonderful couple and uh, most of you have probably gotten to know them. They come by letter from Avondale Baptist Church in Avondale, Arizona. Um, so they left the warm to come to the cold. And as you can see, Judy is feeling it. Um, but we're so glad that y'all have come to be a part of First Baptist Belton, and we welcome you. And church, let's welcome uh, Butch and Judy Smith to our church. Y'all can, y'all can just stand right there. April Langlitz, is April here? All right, there she is. As she's coming down, um, April works in our church weekday ministry, and she's been a part of um, helping there for, for quite some time. And she helps in Kingdom Kids, so a lot of a lot of your grandchildren or children might be in Kingdom Kids, and she works in our church Sunday school. But April um, came down a few weeks ago and uh, wanted to be a part of our church, and she comes by letter from Wildwood Baptist Church in Temple, Texas, so not quite as far as Arizona, um, but she is coming. And April, we love you, and thank you for all you've done in our church, and we're so glad that you're a part of First Baptist Belton. Don Wiggers. Is Don here? Don is um, on our staff now, and she is working as our junior bookkeeper. She's going to be working and uh, making sure we're, we're on task and uh, have, have everything organized, and uh, we're excited that she is here. Um, her parents, you know them, um, Gordon and Abby, and so 
Uh, she'll keep them in line or they'll keep her in line. Either way, I don't know which one. Uh, but we're so excited, Don, that you're on staff with us. She comes by letter from First Baptist Church in Richardson, Texas. And so, church, let's welcome Don. Good to have you. Um, and is Helena below here? Helena, is she here? All right. She is coming by letter from Transfiguration Baptist Church in Ukraine. Uh, you might know Anya Moorhead. Um, that is Anya's mother. And, um, and so we'll, we'll make sure that she's here some Sunday and we can introduce you to her. Um, but we're, we're excited to have her as a part of First Baptist Belton. And so church, let's welcome our new members one more time. So glad y'all are here with us. Y'all can go, go find your seat. Thank y'all. I have another recognition that I want to make to you, a very special recognition. Um, to this month, the month of December, um, we are celebrating Karen Paget's 20th year of serving at First Baptist Church Belton. And so, Karen, if you'll please come forward. I, lo- I love Karen Paget um, because she does a lot in this church for me. And the ministries of First Baptist Belton, uh, she serves as my admin, but she also serves as a lot of others' admins. And uh, she keeps us in line. And if you ever need some laughter, um, you come to Karen. And I, I have a lot of laughter during the week. And uh, we have a great time working together. And Karen, I love you so much. And I appreciate all that you do for me in this church. On the screen, you can see Karen. Um, and y'all can look and see. These are just some words that the staff and other church members um, gave as they remember you, that you're loving and you're accepting and welcoming, resourceful. If she, if she is resourceful, um, she can find anything in this church, um, and she, she's a lot of help and a great listener and encourager. Um, and so, Karen, we love you so much, and we, we're proud of you, and uh, we have a little recognition for you for your 20 years of serving here faithfully at First Baptist Belton. And so, church, let's thank Karen for all of her work. All right, you may be seated. Thanks, Karen. I have just a few announcements that I want to make, and then the choir will close with our final song, and then you can head to Sunday school. Um, Tonight in this sanctuary, we'll have our family night in Bethlehem at 530. If you haven't been to one of those in a long time, or maybe you've never been at all, I encourage you to come. It's our children. They tell the story of Jesus' birth, and it's a wonderful, wonderful time. They're dressed in costumes, and it's, it's, it's a fun evening. Um, and a lot of joy, and Eddie and his staff do a great job with those children. So please come tonight at 5.30, right here in the sanctuary for Family Night in Bethlehem. Um, I do want to kind of let you know upcoming schedule, uh, just to keep it in front of you, and it'll be on Realm and all over the place, but just just know next Sunday is a normal schedule, so we'll have our 8.30 service, Sunday school at 9.45, and our 11 o'clock service, and then at 5.30 next Sunday, right here, we'll have our carol and candlelight service, very special service in the life of our church, and so we invite you to come. For those of you who have children or grandchildren, we do have child-friendly friend, candles 
Um, and so it'll be all right. And, um, or if you want a child-friendly candle, you can have one as well. All right. Uh, but we do have those available. So that's next Sunday at 530. On the 26th, the day after Christmas, we will have one service with no Sunday school. And the service will be at 10 o'clock. And so we encourage you and your family and those that are visiting to come and be a part of that service on the 26th. Um, I also want to let you know, um, as you continue to pray and look forward to Logan and his family beginning um, in January, um, just to kind of give you a heads up, they are on vacation this week in San Diego. And so be in prayer for them. They might be on an airplane right now as we speak. Um, but be in prayer for Logan and Jordan and um, their two children as they are going on a week of vacation to just spend time together as a family, continue to pray for them. And he will be starting January 3rd. His first Sunday will be January 9th. Okay? Um, so just so you know that. Um, so I want to encourage you to be praying for them. And... Um, as they're, as they're about to begin their ministry here as, as pastor of our church. I also want to let you know, uh, we're, we don't have it on the screen or anything. We will send out an email, text. We'll let you know um, how to do this. One of the things that we're wanting to do, it won't be here on his first Sunday, but we will recognize and give it to him at another time. One thing we're wanting to do is we're wanting to create a book of prayers or scripture or encouragement for Logan and his family. We're calling it Prayers for Our Pastor and His Family. What we're wanting to do is we are wanting to get enough prayers or scripture or encouragement, one for each day. So we're wanting to develop this book that we'll give to him later on in January that every single day he and his family can look through the book and find the day and have one of your prayers for him and his family or a scripture or an encouragement for him. So we will send out the link to you. Um, so that you can begin that. The deadline to get those in is January 2nd, and I know it's busy over the next few weeks, but if we're ever going to get this book developed, we're going to have to do it now, and we needed to wait to announce it this Sunday because he's been here. Um, and so we're doing this as a surprise for him and his family. And so we'll send that out to you. All you've got to do is click on the link. And once it takes you there, follow the instructions. You can type in your prayer, your encouragement or scripture passage for him, and then press whatever it tells you to press to submit it. I don't even know yet. I haven't even done mine. Um, and it'll, and it'll save it and then they'll develop a book and we'll present that to him later. Um, so that's one thing that we're wanting to do for Logan and his family, a very special thing from our church. If you remember us doing brother Andy's picture book, um, and different things from y'all, it's similar to that. Um, but we're going to do a prayer for our pastor and his family, one for each day. Um, so I just wanted you to know that that's coming and we'll send that out, um, tomorrow. Uh, so please help us with that. I also want to let you know that we're going to pay attention to the screen. Logan, our pastor, has a very important and special uh, vision casting and message for you as the church um, that will be coming on January 2nd. Immediately after this video, our choir will close with a final song and you'll be dismissed for Sunday school. So please uh, pay attention to the screens for our pastor, Logan. Well, good morning, church family. As you are watching this video, my family and I are on an airplane headed out of town on vacation. If you get a chance, you, you may pray for us as this is the first time that we have ever navigated the complexities of an airport with toddlers. And so you can only imagine what we're going through. But we are super excited to be able to get away and spend time together. And we just want to say thank you for your investment in me and my family. It means so much to us. Now, while I have been away in December, God has been faithful to lay several things on my heart 
and he has given, given me what I believe to be a vision for our future. And I cannot wait to share that with you on January 9th. And so please make every effort to be here with us on January 9th as we begin to set that vision in motion for what God is going to do in our future. Now, as a part of this church-wide initiative that I will share soon, a key aspect of that is we are going to be moving to one service. I want us to all be together as we consider all that God is going to do in and among us. And so beginning January 2nd, we are going to be moving to that one service, and that service is going to begin at 9 a.m., and then Sunday school will follow that at 10.30. Now, this is going to be a great opportunity, again, for us to all be together as we consider all that God is going to do in and among us, and I cannot wait. I am so excited for all that He is going to do. I believe with all of my heart that God has a big future in store for you and for me, and so I want you to join me in this mission as we look towards the future. So please continue to pray for God's wisdom and direction for me and our church and know that I'm praying for you and I can't wait to see you. God bless you. Merry Christmas. I'll see you soon.
If you would like more information, please visit fbbelton.org or call our church office at 254-939-0705. We are located at 506 North Main Street. We hope to see you soon.